Medical professionals are saying you now must implement gender ideology at birth. Following that, we have a story, Treasury Department may run out of cash soon unless the debt is lifted. All that and more on The Nick Hudson Show. Hello and welcome to a great start of the week. I'm your host, Nick Hudson, and today I wanted to kind of give a little introduction before we start talking about all the vast majority of stories we have today. For the first episode of the podcast, I want to kind of give you a little introduction on myself. I am 18, I'm a young conservative, and to be honest with you, for a long time I was liberal. And to be honest, I still have a lot of those kind of same policies, but I identify more with uh, the conservative side. Some some of my key points, um, I don't disagree with abortion. I think abortion, if handled right, should be available to everyone. I also think gun control is a big problem in the U.S., and that is something where a lot of people were kind of discontinued with me because they didn't understand how I was so conservative, yet I was against guns. I'm against AR-15s. I understand it's the land of the free, but that does not matter when it comes to killing children in high schools, in middle schools, and elementary schools. So, you know, that's what I've kind of brought to this table. I'm way different than any other, I guess, commentator, political commentator. Um, I studied um, politics and debate when I was in high school. Um, I did all kinds of political science. I've done all kinds of history. Um, I'm a history buff. I love all types of politics, and um, I understand what it takes to run a country um, at 18. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. But today we're going to be talking about plenty of different topics, and of course my next couple of episodes that are going to be coming out, bear with me. Um, I'm still trying to get all of this kind of set. But before we do any of that, I want to go ahead and talk about the current schedule that I am on. I am on a all-week period where I am going to be uploading on YouTube, the clips, everything else. Of course, you guys are only hearing the audio. You guys are not seeing uh, me at my desk with my mic, my mug, and my computer in front of me reading everything, but it's, you know, way different. But YouTube videos will resume hopefully around Wednesday. That's when that's going to be happening. But for majority of all the podcast episodes, all of that is going to be coming out Every single day of the week, sometimes on Saturday, Sunday, just depends on what's really going on. If it's something huge that happens, of course, I'll be talking about it. So, yes, and I am always on Twitter, so you guys can always go down below and check out my Twitter. Um, so, yeah, without with all that out of the way, I want to go ahead and talk about about some of today's headlines. So, medical professionals are now saying you must implement gender ideology at birth. However, let's go ahead and get into today's main topic. A medical professor of Albert Einstein College of Medicine who is involved in LGBTQ and, well, really, that whole group, is now saying that gender ideology in their families should be discussed more, even at birth. So what we're saying is, right, Let's not worry about the woman that's giving birth or anything else. Let's go ahead and make sure that we know their gender, okay? And let's make sure it's appropriate, okay? Let's not label them a boy or a girl, especially at the start, right? Because it doesn't matter. And uh, a quote, we have to understand that gender is in... Uh, we have to... And we have to understand that gender is on a spectrum. There's not just men and women, she said. Not all gender identity matches what they were born with. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. So what you're saying is if a, 
if a woman is born with women private parts, let's go ahead at that age of one, right? Or even nine months, let's go ahead and consider maybe she has gender dysphoria before she can even talk, before she can do, well, even walk, right? Let's go ahead and put that into any type of other situation, right? You're basically questioning somebody's gender from the start. You can't do that. And listen, I'm all for uh, trans people. Okay, I understand that um, it is something that should be respected. I don't really care for pronouns. I think that's a dumb idea, but I, I allow it sometimes. I understand it. But what gets on my nerves is when you have people, even from the start, are saying, okay, we need to question their gender from the start. That's something you should not do. And if you are doing it, then th there's something wrong with you. Okay, they're constantly wondering about um, little kids' private parts, right? You're constantly thinking about this. There is a certain level to where you have to think, maybe there's something wrong with me. And listen, all respect to Miss Ruth or Roth, but you have to understand, while gender, I guess, is on a spectrum, you can't sit here and tell me that there's a thousand other genders when in reality there is not, Okay. She goes on to say that there is terms like non-binary, there's stuff that people should identify as, and that um, their child could grow up being a woman or a man or whatever. Here's the thing, and I, I've said this before in other podcasts and um, other stuff I've been involved with, we shouldn't be questioning people's sexual preference from a certain age, especially if you're even talking before they're even 10, okay? Of course, thank God I never got to talk with my parents, but I will say, if that had happened to me when I was 10, whatever, I wouldn't even remember it, to be honest with you. But the fact that even before that, you're talking about, let's go ahead and let's, let's try to figure you out, okay? Studies have shown people that do detransition from a young age, right, let's say like a younger kid, a younger female wants to be a male. You can't just go around and think that's okay, especially at age 8 or 9, because people grow out of that. That's a proven fact. 70% of people, especially in younger children, grow out of that gender dysphoria, right, that stage that they say is so crucial to trans people. She also goes on to say, it honestly starts at birth, or even before. I really think we need to stop and try making everything pink and blue and avoid this huge gender reveal party. Yes, let's do something that we've started in su such a long time ago, right, that was created by women for women, um, to celebrate something very unique, right, something that some women can't even do. Some women can't have children. Let's take them out of the equation, right? The thing is, and I've said this before, I think that when it comes to women, and I've, I, I'm have i 99% sure it's more in women because I've seen it more, I've heard it more, they think that it has to be about them. When it comes to the LGBTQ or when it comes to any of this sociology of it has to be involved with me, right? It's a big problem, and we have not addressed it, and it's the fact that I've not seen a whole lot of gay men go at it and think, okay, there's a little kid, let's try to convert them from being straight, which is normally what you, you're not born, they basically go ahead and say, okay, 
you're born this way, and we need to change that, okay? And I, there's a lot of influence, a lot of influence from a younger age, and you can't, you cannot, I can't stress this enough, go at kids at a young age and constantly put this idea in their head, okay? Um, as someone who, I am 18, right, I have lived through a lot of the pop culture, I've lived through um, a lot of different things, a lot of society changing um, I remember even from 2012, 2013, seeing a whole different side of the U.S. and America in general. Um, you really have to look at this differently. You do. You can't look at this as, okay, why is this now randomly happening? This is something that's going to keep on progressing. Okay, this is something that's going to keep on and keep on until you have people shut it down. Until this becomes pedophilia or something else, we're not going to get to the end of it. The problem is, is you have too many people focusing. Too many, too many people focusing on little children, okay? If they say, okay, I'm going to be a man when I'm older. A female says that. A young female who is 12, 13. Let them do that. After they're 18, or when they turn 18, they are legally allowed to do what they want with their body. Let them do that. There should not be women, and there should not be people wanting to put an idea in their head. Now, I will say there is some exceptions, and this is a problem that I run into when I talk about it. Um, there is some exceptions to it. Somebody like Jazz Jennings, right? She, from a young kid... Um, at the age, I think it was, it was four or five, said that she was a girl, right? Uh, well, I'm going to respect that, okay? I'm going to say she is a girl, okay? Because she's made the decision, and it's not different. If Now, if her pronouns were way different than she, her, it would be tough to follow, okay? But you can't expect people to understand those pronouns when it's that zer, the X-E-R, slash whatever, okay? That is absurd. It's either he or she... That's how it should go. And I will be okay with that. That's how you're going to get people on your side. That's how you're going to get older people on your side. They can deal with that. But when you're advancing all these new pronouns, all these new things that shouldn't be a thing. Neo-pronouns should not be a thing. Deal with regular pronouns. He, she, they, whatever. Deal with that. Okay? But back to what I'm saying about Jazz. Um, I have a lot of respect for her. Okay? Um, I've, I've watched her show. I've seen a lot about her. Um, and I, I have seen a lot about it. And it's what taught me a lot about, um, people that are trans and people that are, um, transitioning at such a young age, right? And that was a big topic, um, back when I was in high school. Well, I'm still in high school, actually, but it was a big thing. And she transitioned at such a young age. And of course you have that problem of, well, at 18, let's put it at 18, okay? They should be able to do what they want at 18. But then, they already go past puberty. So, they're already messed up, right? Um, they're going through something they didn't want to from the start. And if a child legally does... If they, if they come up to you and say that, and they're 13, 14, and they're saying all of this, I feel like at a certain extent, let them do it, Right? That's what I was thinking. However, for women, it could start way younger. And that that's a problem. It's something I don't even want to get into because it's hard to really 
understand. It's either you could just ban it till they're 18 or maybe even 16, but 16 is the lowest I would go. So I will say this. We need to get to a point to where we can mutually agree that 18 years old is the start of what a transitioning should be. And I understand it's something that you have to do younger, but if you look at the statistics, the amount of people that detransition, you look at just something that could easily change your whole life, right? That's such a huge decision. And yeah, you could say, well, it's on them. That's what you could do, but I don't think you should do it. So that that's my thought about it. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's a rough thing to really talk about. But what this lady is talking about, this professor, is completely in the wrong. And she should not be a professor. Whatever she is even studying in, which I'm guessing is um, something to do with gender. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't even be a thought, really. So the Treasury Department may run out of cash soon, unless their debt is lifted. Now, this is something I've said for a while. I think that we are, well, in the midst of a recession. Um, and I think that, of course, we are in the midst of a recession. I don't think we're in such a terrible place where we can get this paid off, but I do think it is quite weird that the Treasury Department is running out of cash. Um, we all know that, you know, a lot of people use their credit cards now, right? We're not talking about physical cash when it comes down to it. Um... But that, that's really uh, troublesome, right? I, I think it's definitely weird that we're somehow running out of cash because our debt, which, by the way, has been ever-growing forever. As long as I can remember, um, we were always pulling up debt counters in class. We can always see that. The national debt is terrible. It is truly terrible. We are in debt of $31 trillion at the time of this it's actually astonishing because if you remember even back in 2017 we were at $7 trillion and now we're at $31 trillion. And it really does. It makes you think, what are we doing with our money? How big has this gone since Trump was out of office? How much has Biden added on? Oh, I don't know. Why are we paying for supplies to go to Ukraine? Why are we paying for this and that? Why do we have so much money funding NASA? Why do we have so much money funding the army when in reality, most of it goes to weapon testing? Why? Why do we do that? We can't even afford to pay our teachers a decent wage. So yet we're just adding all of that money and let's go ahead and let's push it out to some stuff that we can just put on a headline, right? Let's go ahead and do that. When in reality, we're just throwing the money. We're throwing the money to whoever wants it. Of course, except the homeless population in California, which is terrible, by the way. Um, I gotta say, it is it is definitely troublesome, and I do think that eventually the U.S. will get into a bigger problem with their money, and it will be around 2000, 2012 um, in terms of inflation. Um, you can't even really own a house unless you're making three figures. At this rate, you can't even own a house unless you're making six to seven figures. Most houses, especially around my area, is going for double, almost triple the amount than what they were even built for. And it's terrible. You can't own a house unless you're around 40 to 50, and that's with saving as much money as you can. 
That's also while living, okay, at your parents' house, or maybe you're on a down payment, or maybe you're living in like a hotel or a motel, or you have a lease. It, it's terrible. It really is. It's terrible to what's happening. Um, and like I said, it is only going to get worse. It is only going to get worse. Next up, upcoming changes to Donald Trump's campaign. So we've all noticed that Donald Trump has started ad campaigning a year and four months before it's going to start. Before, of course, when you should be advertising and, and debates and everything else. And it's it's kind of crazy. But, you know, you look at it from what happened in 2020. You look even at 2016 where everyone thought he was not even going to win the election. And then, of course, when you put him against Joe Biden, he also loses. You look at it as his 2016 win was historical, right? Everyone had their bets set in for Hillary Clinton. Everyone thought it. Everyone knew it. And then you get that surprise notification in the morning. Or maybe you even stayed up all night to watch the uh, voting count. You notice that, wow, Trump is winning. He won all these states. And he won. That, that that's That's crazy, right? Especially if you look at all the projections, how much she was ahead. And then you fast forward to 2020, Trump was ahead by a lot. And then you see him randomly dip. And then he just keeps on going lower and lower and then lower and then even lower. And then you see, oh, he's lost. Hmm, that's weird. You look at it from a different perspective, right? You look at this as maybe someone from Russia or maybe even someone from England. You look at the U.S. and you really do think, what is going on? Everything in the U.S. is wrong right now, and the last thing we do need is Donald Trump. And I mean no disrespect to Donald Trump, because I do think that he could have been a really good president. But you know, when you have another party and it's like exactly what's happening right now, <clears throat> they want to go against you. Anything that the Republicans could put up, right any type of of bill anything is going to get vetoed and it doesn't matter the president does not have the i guess final say into it it's it's more of every 4 years let's see which party can go against each other the most right even if republicans found the cure for cancer democrats would find a way to say that should not be out in the public take it out vice versa too Republicans and Democrats are just as bad, and it's only going to get worse. But we're in a big part where we could change that. We could get somebody that actually knows what they're doing, and you could really understand that, oh, wait, maybe there's more to somebody like Joe Biden. Maybe there's something more to somebody like Donald Trump, which, by the way, was only very popular because he appealed to a lot of the younger people, and he's a businessman. Everyone knew what was going to happen. Everyone loved Donald Trump before he ran. Now everyone hates him. Even if he liked you, okay, in 2015, 2014, when he announced he was going to run, ooh, I wouldn't do that. Everyone thought he was not going to win. He was the underdog, and people that liked him at the time now don't like him. He has truly no one except his family because, well, the media has made him out to be one of the worst people. He is the Hitler. He is Hitler. That is what they say. There's people out there that genuinely believe 
that Donald Trump is worse than Hitler? What about Stalin? Someone that could have killed over 17 million people. Who's worse? And I'm sure there is tons of Democrats hearing this that will think, okay, Stalin. It doesn't matter. Because no matter what you say, Democrats are going to go against you. No matter what you say, Republicans are going to go against you. Unless you are a hardcore Republican, it's not going to work out. Why do you think they call it a conservative? Right? A conservative is... I guess not as in tune with a Republican, because I'm not somebody, if I had the power, right, of voting, which I do, I'm 18, if I had the power to vote, which I do, and I said, okay, I'm a Republican, I'm going to vote Republican no matter what. Being a conservative is just saying, okay, I'm a conservative, I'm with the Republican I am with the natural Republican, the average Republican, 75 to 85% of the time. However, sometimes liberals are right. Sometimes, sometimes Democrats are correct. And that's what we don't understand. That We have Democrats and Republicans going against each other 24-7, no matter if it's right or wrong. So you might as well just go ahead and accept it, right? Now, of course, I'm going to talk about this later on, especially in 2024. Of course, I'm going to talk about this later on in 2024 and at the start of 2024. But do I believe Donald Trump at this current moment, if the election were held right now, any changes to his campaign does not matter. Do I believe he would have got president? Do we think he would have got enough votes? No, absolutely not. And the average person knows that. Actually, I'm sure Republicans would even agree with me. Everyone knows that Donald Trump at this current moment is the most hated man right now. Of course, maybe Andrew Tate might take that from all the feminists, but it is mainly Donald Trump haters that is causing this big problem. Right? We have not seen such a huge problem until Donald Trump came into office. I, we saw what was happening. He was found with classified documents. Let's raid his house. Let's raid his home. Biden was found with tons of classified documents, even from the 90s, from when he was in the Senate. Slap on the wrist. Not even a slap on the wrist, really. Did he apologize? I don't remember. What did he do? Nothing. So it's a big problem. When it comes to the Democrats and Republicans, would I say Democrats are worse? Absolutely. Democrats look for every single reason to hate Donald Trump, and they said that from the start. I don't know if it was because Hillary had her chances bloom, blue. I don't know. But all I do know is that it's not looking good. The only other candidate that I could really see winning, especially for a Republican, is DeSantis. But of course, it's not looking good for him either because Donald Trump is just trashing him. So, you know, it's it's a big, big issue in America when it comes to what's right and let's just show our ass, right? That's, that's the main issue. Um, and it, it will continue to be like that for who knows how long. Who knows? Um, 
and I, I, I've said it forever, I think that Democrats and, and Republicans are stupid. It's insane because no matter what, um, you might see that rare moment where a Republican might vote for something Democratic or a Democrat might vote something Republican. It's never usually that way, though. And I don't know. You're at the end of the stick where you don't know what to do and you don't really know what to say, but it is what it is. Thank you for listening. Um, remember, I'm going to be posting every single day of the week and even on YouTube, Twitter. I constantly am on Twitter, but I'm always on YouTube. I'm active. I'm always putting stuff up, highlights from this. And, of course, these are going to be longer episodes. Usually, they're going to be around an hour to um, an hour and 20. But for my first episode, I figured I'd just cover a couple of things that well, are just the main problems. And of course, next episode is going to have sponsors in it, so it will be a little bit longer when it comes to that. So yes, see you in the next one.